A little advice. A little advice. Come on, come on, come on, yeah. Just a little advice. Just a little advice with Christine Little. Check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Little Advice Podcast. Podcast where I, comedian Christine Little, gives a little advice to one of my guests. It's only a little advice because I only have a little degree. I also read a lot of self-help books and I listen to self-help podcasts and stuff. So I feel like I'm somewhat qualified. You know, I'm not just some stranger off the street wandering around telling people, hey, come over to my house. Let's talk about your problems. This is episode number 20. Yay, 20 episodes with a really funny comedian, writer, actor, Jordan Carlos. He headlined the weekend at Crackers that I was there and... We actually recorded this podcast in the green room of Crackers, so you're going to hear a lot of really interesting things because people are walking in and out, like it's a business, so people are talking, but you can still listen to it. It still is pretty interesting. Jordan is um, talking about whether he should work out more or not. I mean, I, I know he wants to work out more, but he's having problems like doing it, actually going through with it. And then we talk about his creative process. So uh, podcast related, if you'd like to talk more about the episode, please head over to Facebook and join the Little Advice podcast group. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review, like it, join the Facebook group. I already said that. Share it. And without further ado, here's episode number 20 of A Little Advice. Jordan Carlos. Hi, Jordan. Hey, how's it going, Christine? It's we, good. We had a fun show. Will you right? fit close to sit close to Oh, yeah, well, I sit closer. Fit closer. Yeah, I will fit closer to this the This is a very low-budget operation. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. There are one, two, three, three four, five. five people in the room. I've never mm-hmm. done this before with so many people. Okay, that's, that's, oh, come on. Sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, that sounds It's awesome. true. That sounds a little There's weird. only been two ever. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, you got a lot of life to live. You do whatever you want. But this okay. was a fun weekend. Yeah, really this was such weekend. a fun weekend. Um, you know, we were performing at Crackers. You know, <laughs> we had a great time at Crackers. Crackers. You had a, you did great. You <laughs> Thank did really you. good. You're so funny and awesome. You are. Oh, come on, stop. Like it was an stop. Um, what yeah. was I gonna? What Continue. was I gonna say? Uh, what's your problem? What's What's your fucking problem? <laughs> I love it. What's my problem? I just my, dip, get I right into it. My problem is actually that I'm like, um, I'm very weird about like working out. Like I want to work out, mm. but I like for years like have not worked out, and it's like really strange. You mentioned that on stage about yeah. your wife working out. Yeah, she works out person. because she's trying to kill me. You understand? <laughs> she's working out. She's gonna live like to a hundred, and she's gonna look great, and I'm just gonna be this puddle of goo. You know what I mean? I hope you have life insurance for her. Um, insurance for her? What do you mean? Yeah, like when you die early. Oh, them. yeah, for her. Well, yeah, I guess so. I didn't think about and your that. children. Yeah, you need like um, 20, 20 times what you make, so that's like... Oh, really? 20 bucks. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you used to work out before, right? Before the accident, yeah. No, really? What happened? Did oh, you have an accident? Uh, no, I didn't. Did what? you used to work out? <laughs> I did. I used to do yoga. What happened? Well, yoga, I just started to realize that yoga sucks. And uh, <laughs> that the people that do it suck too. And, you know, it's always like, 
places they tell you to breathe into that you can't breathe into. They're like, breathe into your hands. Like, <laughs> like, stop saying that. There's no air sacs there. That would con- that, that, that like, confuses me. Breathe into too. your legs. Just do it. So, so was this the only form of exercise that you had like gotten well, into regularly? I used to be a very competitive kid. Right, and I thought you were uh, going to say keyboardist for some reason. I, I'm that too. Um, oh. I, though I can't play, but I was still competitive. <laughs> uh, so I can I can do better than you, you know. But oh, um, probably. Yeah, Casio. You put that samba beat on, man. You could make something. It's like. I'm dancing. Anyway, we're getting off track. The point is that I, as a child, as a child, a young, you know, kid out in these streets, I used to like. Basketball, football, everything. Like, don't let the glasses fool you. <laughs> I was out there doing it. And you know what? I was a really bad sport. I was super competitive, really bad sport. So I wanted to find something that I wouldn't, where I wouldn't lose my cool, because I was always losing my cool. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. So, so it was more about losing your cool versus not enjoying what you were doing. Um, well, I wasn't enjoying that. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't You weren't enjoy- enjoying losing your cool. I wasn't enjoying losing my cool. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you know, like... I wasn't going to ever be in the NBA. I know. It's crazy. And you're so competitive, you're, and that wasn't okay with you. Yeah. I mean, I had to let that dream go. You know? <laughs> I had to let it go. She's laughing. His cousin's Well, I guess, laughing. yeah, my cousin's laughing at me. Like, he said he was never going to be in the NBA, <laughs> yeah, and she yeah. just died laughing. laughing. Great. People uh, need support, you know? No, Maybe no, this she, is no, why. my cousin supported me tonight. She was here. She was here, but she wasn't supporting you on the basketball Wow. She court. wasn't even born yet. She was like, she was a kid. <laughs> It's a baby. It's ages. Black don't crack. She could no, be but 104. You know what? Hmm. It does melt. It does melt. You should see my parents. Aww. It melts. Sorry. That's what they don't tell you. It's the other part of that. There's a lot of strange noises. There's la- it's laughter. It's laughter. It's Gross. Gross. Is um, Yeah. This is my first so, live podcast So basically, I did, I did yoga for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know? and How long is a long time? Probably like five, ten years yoga. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just doing it. And they're like swimmer, could do the crow, crow stance, could do your could do your handstand, could do it all. Damn. Time. Okay. I was into it, you know what I'm saying? Um I had the mat, you know, all this stuff. But it was just like it was it was just so boring, you know? But you did it for five to ten years, right? I did. I did. I didn't feel anything. There were never moments of zen. I never felt anything. Did you feel like you were getting a workout at least? Yeah. What was, was drawing you to to doing it if for uh, so? That's that's a long time to do something regularly and then quit. Probably because I'm you know I'm married and it's the only place where you can kind of look at people's butts. You know, I'm just like. Is that for real? Of course, you guess. It's half the reason men go. I I didn't know that. There's great the the great like there's a, a wonderful amount of like. Uh, active wear now. Did you find another way to objectify women that replaces yoga? No, I've just kind of quit. I was like, well, there you go. So this is, I'm glad that you quit working out. If this is the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more predator off the streets. Yeah. I mean, mean, I'm not a predator. I'm just a looking predator. Can there be a spectrum? Can there be a spectrum (laughs) of predation? Predation. I mean, like, you know, I'm I'm more like a little ocelot, you know what I'm saying, than a, a, you know. I just find it really interesting that you did that for so long and you weren't, the only benefits where you were getting at it, out of it were the people, like, looking at the people. Not the only benefits. But then the other thing was that you stopped doing it because of the people as well. Well, yes, because I'm married, and I felt that, like, you know, I looked at it, and I was like, why am I doing this? You know, like, I'm looking, I'm doing, I'm looking at these women, and I shouldn't be doing that. 
And, you know, I mean, I got the good stuff at home. Like, what am yeah. I doing? Where's this going to go? What's the it. best case scenario? So it, am I willing to risk it all? <laughs> so it makes sense you know? that you would stop if you're not getting any benefits of it, if you're not, like, getting a good it's workout and you're not, like... And it was a lot of the, a lot of the co-opting of the culture, you know. I felt mm. like I was I was a part of that. Like, you know, if there was, like, an Indian person in the class, I was like, oh, what are you doing here, you know? This is... Would you look at him after every pose and be like, is this okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if we had an Indian teacher, I'd be like, what's going on? Yeah. Where's Kristen? You know? Like, it was... It's Kristen. You get it. So it seems like there's a lot of (laughs) internal conflict with... Yeah, there is... Doing it. Yeah, and there's internal conflict about, like, looking good, looking better than my... You know, I'll never look better than my wife. My wife looks great. But, like, being in shape, like, who are we existentially if she isn't, like, in great shape and I'm kind of like, you know fucking dumpster fire you want you think that is important to have that dynamic of like sure i mean you're you're born with the like you're i mean you're not born but you're socialized like the fred flintstone thing you know like where it's like you know uh, his wife is like hourglass like looks great right and wilma looks great and fred looks like a piece of shit Mm -hmm. and uh same thing with the honeymooners right yeah Uh, well any sitcom really any sitcom you know, Kevin can wait. So do you think that's like a subconscious thing? Or are you really like, Kevin oh, I gotta, I gotta lose weight. I gotta gain weight so that yeah. we don't look like a good looking couple. Um, I think it was just kind of like, she deserves a great body. So it's, it's, it's more like, you thought having a great body worth. would take away from her body. Uh, it's just, I mean, isn't everything zero sum? Are you, are you messing with me? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> if I'm fit, how can she be fit? I, I was I like, know. is this a real thing? But my but my wife plays into it. She was like, she was because I was like, oh man, I was I but I was in the gym yesterday. I was giving it a shot. I was in the gym today, giving it a shot. Like I was like, I have to find the thing that that like I'm okay with. Okay. Because I don't want to do like the treadmill because kill me. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do weights. Right? Dumb, gross, stupid. And I, I'm not like a, you know, I don't do any more mats. So I was like hitting the... No the wrestling, right. No wrestling. Just want to do... <laughs> no wrestling, no nothing. Uh, no octagon, no nothing. <laughs> um, so I'm just doing the bike. The bike was great. I felt great. So you know? do you think that's something that you would continue to do? I think I might. My wife was like, what are you... I was like, I don't like how large my legs are. Like I have like centaur legs and I don't like it. You know, like... Is that like half animal half person yeah that's like a half horse half man so like i'm always i'm busting my jeans out i get those soccer thighs it sounds like a humble brag almost what are you talking about if they're like fat they're fat it's fat it's adipose tissue okay subcutaneous adipose tissue it's not muscle don't even know what that means it means fat it means fat ass fat wiggling and jiggling when you get out the shower That's what it means. I do that. I just embrace it. I just start Chocolate, shaking. Chocolate, jello, fucking just get, 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 get. And I don't want that. So you're going to do, so you're going to try the bike. Do you have a specified time of a day that you could fit a I mean, workout in? Do you have it, a like routine? It, I did it. Yeah, routine's good to have. So I did it like four, like right before we met up today at like 3.30. Then I, before that, I did it in the evening, the, the day before. the, And then I think tomorrow morning I'll hit it like at 6 or something like that. So it's like kind of all over. Just yeah, but just whenever. get thirty minutes in. Just yeah. try to get thirty minutes in. That's I mean that's what I'm gonna try to do. And my wife is like, you know, she's she don't help. What do you mean? She was like, 
oh. I was like, my legs are big. She's like, your legs ain't big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She ain't, she ain't, you know what I'm saying? I know what she's doing. She's sweet. I know what she's doing now, guys. What do you think she's doing? She wants me to be fat. So no one else will want you? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Conspiracy. I mean, it's, it's real. Okay. All right. So She wants me to be big and jolly. So it sounds like you're not. She wants me to be that kind of like, you know, it was like, has to use the rags, just like wipe it off, like, <laughs> like a preacher or something like that. That's hilarious. Right. Hey, if you're Jordan's wife and you're listening to this, you need to tell him he looks fat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You need to help oh, him and support him. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going along with the ridiculous. Okay, okay bye. It's a great time. It's like okay. that? This is the most unprofessional. <laughs> Josh is leaving. Sorry about that. We just took a little pause there. Josh left and was talking about Netflix and chilling with Jordan, and that led. That's fine. But anyway, I'm flattered. I just feel like I feel as if this. I want to be. I want to look good. I want to feel good. And maybe I'm looking like my wife just says that. You know what I'm saying? But but it's like a phantom thing where I'm just like, oh yeah, she doesn't want me to to be in shape. So I'm not going to be in shape. Like oh, it's like almost like an excuse to yeah. do it. And you're like, I'm doing her a favor. I think so. I love that because we tell ourselves stories all the time to, mm-hmm. to convince ourselves of stuff. And anytime we tell a story, we can always find evidence for it. So there's this uh, exercise where you flip it on its head and do the opposite of mm-hmm. it. So instead of my wife wants me to be fat, you can flip it and say my wife wants me to be really fit. And then oh. you'll start noticing your, it's like your brain, your reticular right. activating system, it's called. You'll start noticing ways that she, uh, that she, um, yeah, you can bring it in here. That she does want you to be fit. Well, pause right there because I'm going to tell Sorry, you Sorry, it's fine. We're back again. I, I came back again. We paused again for I a I would chair. love to say that. But. There was a loud crash. We're doing this in the middle of a comedy club. Yeah, we're in the green room with Crackers after our last show. Indianapolis, yeah. But there's no way. She hasn't said, she hasn't said like, Jordan, I want you to be fit. I want you to be in good health. She doesn't say that. Well, here's here's the thing. It doesn't have to be, uh, like, has she said directly to you, I want you to be fat? She hasn't said it, but by omission, by saying, like, you are not, when I feel as though... You know, look, I'm filling out these Does things. she ever say, oh, do you want to eat this health? Does she ever cook you healthy meals? Of course. Does she ever all ask meals, you to go jogging? All she... meals we eat are healthy. So, she never asked me so to So, exactly. Jogging. So, the evidence for her wanting Sorry. you to be fit. Sorry. This is so Sorry. hilarious. This is so good. <laughs> it was a chair. It was going to. So, yeah. the evidence for her wanting you to be fit is, could be, one could argue, that she's cooking you healthy meals. She's asking you to go jogging. Mm. So you look for that evidence consciously. Right. And then you'll see it. She has asked me if I want to work out with her and jogging and stuff like that. She's like, do you want to come with me? And I'm like, no. I wear her down. You're right. (laughs) You say no? I say no. I say no because she's faster than me. It would look like I was chasing her. And you're competitive. And that's hilarious. Yeah. I am competitive. But I'm also a black man in the world. And I know the cops will come after me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I'll be running. I'll be running for my life. I mean, I'm running for my life because I'm jogging, but I'll be really running for my life. You know, mm-hmm. be the race of my. Have life. you ever thought about wearing a T-shirt that says "Not chasing her, I'm her husband"? Well, it would have to be front and back, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 That's. I mean, you can do that. You can print T-shirts front. And back. I guess so. 
That'd be cool. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't thought about that. But you're putting a wrinkle in my brain. I like Let that. me ask you this. Do you, you mentioned like doing the workouts. Mm-hmm. When you learn something new, you get a wrinkle in your brain. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, when you mentioned earlier doing your workouts at different times and stuff, do you have a daily routine that you do? And we can get more into this when we talk about your daily routines. Too. When I wake up, I wake up at about six. Take care of my my uh, six a.m. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Heard kids. of it. Heard of it. I got kids. <laughs> I got kids. My son was up at six a.m. Like da da mama da da mama. Oh my god! I'm gotta so... gotta feed him. He's gotta eat. Gotta watch cars. That's kind of an exercise yeah. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So so you get up at 6 a.m. and then what? 6 a.m., walk the dog, get everything ready for the day, you know, make my daughter's lunch, things like that, get everybody out the door, drive my daughter to school, then I loop back at about 9, and, um, I mean, I've, I've been writing for a show, so then I have to be at work at about 10, so like 9. And then you work? Yeah, then I work from like 10 to 6. Um, and after that, sometimes I do a show after, but if I'm not doing a show, then I just go home and have dinner with the family. Uh, either I'll cook, my wife will cook, um, we try to split it 50-50, you know, very progressive. <laughs> you know, we even buy progresso soup. That's okay? a chair, he's not farting. Yeah, it's a chair that farts. <laughs> so in order for you to even, like, get a good workout in, you would have to open up some time, it yeah. seems like. I always let my wife, like, on the weekend, she's like, can I go running? And I'm like, you never have to ask. You can always do that. Like, just go. But she's like, she's just being, she, it's almost like perfunctory. She's like, can I go? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Well, you do, since you do walk your dog, I mean, you could get a workout doing that. Just like Yeah, but there's that whole weird thing where it's like you're, you're walking the dog, you're running, and it's like the dog's not fast than you. Sometimes the dog's fast. You know, let me ask you this. Do you, re- do you like, have, like, enough of a motivation <laughs> to even want to work out, though? Yeah, I do. I, well, well, what would it be? Revenge. revenge. Oh, yeah. Um, revenge. He has a joke about someone yeah. at Equinox asking him what his motivation was, and he said revenge. Revenge. Um, <laughs> for the people that killed my family. This whole bus full of clowns that came out in the middle of the night. And uh, I can still see them. Did you see the flames in my Cousin, eyes? Cousin, quit distracting him. You're making him do comedy, and he's I'm not sorry. taking his I'm workout sorry. No, 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 no. I'm taking it seriously. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got to go deep. We got to go deep. We got to go bottom of the ocean, Mariana's Trench. All right, so. I am codependent. I need to help someone or I'll die. No, no, sure, sure, sure. Good, good, good. Um, uh, cool, cool, cool. So, for real, like, real talk, real talk now, but real, real, I would say that I don't have that motivation, but I try to, like... Like right now, I'm trying to like, like level up in my career. So mm. now I'm feeling more motivation. Like this HBO thing, oh my god, amazing! While at the same time, I was like producing on a show. Um, well, like consult, like a CP consulting producer on a show called First Wives Club mm-hmm. for BET. So it was like I was like I'm doing it, Black Excellence. You know, like, but now I'm like I'm like okay, now I need to work out. You know what I'm saying? Like now I need to like work out. I need to look good. I need to look like one of Issa Rae's love interests and, and shit. You know what I'm saying? I from, from I really insecure. You know those guys. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's you gotta get that cut with a line in it. It's dope, man. Some random gold here. I like that though. <laughs> like what I'm hearing is that your career is a motivation for you. Oh God, yeah. So, in order, I mean, one could argue that if you got fit mm-hmm. and got to your peak level of like physical. Ability. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy like rock status, but like Jesus, <laughs> in, a, in a place where you felt. Be fine with Chris rock status. Like, yeah, 
So you could argue that that would put you in a better mindset because there's a mind-body connection to kill it in your career even more. Mm -hmm. Like at this level, you're already like doing really well. Yeah. Like imagine if you had like peak performance from like getting more oxygen in your brain Absolutely. and having less stress so you can think clearer. Mm -hmm. What would that be like? It's scary. You know? Ooh. Kind of scary because who is that guy? You know what I mean? Like I haven't met him yet, you know? Um that that's that's who it is it's like who is that guy so sometimes I'll like be peak physical and then like take it down you know what I mean to something it's the devil you know you know what I mean yeah you're always okay with the devil like the body you know the devil you know that's like that's more familiar and more comforting than like peak performance because you have to maintain that and keep that up this yeah. is like status quo you can just keep it it's like yeah that's like a form of self-sabotage where you're just like mm -hmm. this this is what I'm comfortable with this is where I want to Right, right. So even like now, like I'm going to LA to meet with like, like I told you. See well, what? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I could bleep that. Ah. But like, but like with a new agency and everything like that, which they're like big time. So the question is like, like everybody, like the agents that I have now are like, what's going on? You know, and like what's going on is like I'm trying to level up. Like y'all are like have me at this one kind of plateau, kind of like trajectory, where I get everything that I that I, I self-create, you know? Like, I create everything. I get these jobs and things like this, and, and like, I get it on my own. And, like, I just don't feel that y'all have the connections that can take me to the next level, so I have to do it on my own, and I just need people that can, like, can ride with me and, like, hustle with me. So, in that way, that has kind of, like, motivated me to be, like, you know, let's, what does the next year feel like? Like, to go from JV to varsity, you know what I mean? Like, you have to work out, you have to... You have to, to be in, it has to be the maximum expression of, of your physical stature, of your mental stature, all that kind of stuff. So, like, that's what I'm trying to do. And that's scary. You know, that is scary because, you know, it's like, will I follow my old ways of, like, listening to the darker voices in my head, you know? Like, or will I push through and, and do more, you know? Hmm. Be more. I mean, and I don't have to, I don't want like a, like a ridiculous physique, you know what I mean? I just want like... It's like dressing for the job you want. Yeah. I don't want to be winded when I get to the top of my stairs. Right. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> my son is getting bigger, you know? His fat ass, so I got to take him up. Ugh. And yeah, you and don't want to be on... I love him. I love him. One of those commercials. But he's like a, it's like he's like, he's like a, a freaking... It's like a raccoon holding a bowling ball. He's you just got a like, kid. Oh, well, he's chunky. Okay, I'm sorry. He's chunky and he's like a little biscuit. You just gotta Aww. eat up, just sop him up. So, do you feel like you would? You said when you do the workout stuff and you um, you do get in shape and then you lose it because you're afraid of losing it, mm -hmm. which is hilarious. It's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Not yeah. hilarious. I didn't mean it that. Yeah, way. I mean I'm fine with a little like a little dad bod. Do you, know you know feel I mean? that you would do the same thing in terms of? Bringing yourself down a level with your career? Oh, look at you. Would I do that? I don't know. I mean, maybe I do. I burned a lot of bridges when I was younger. Do you think maybe you, know? you not getting in peak physical shape could be your way of holding yourself back with career stuff? I think it is because, you know, people, it's a, it's a looks thing. Like, you know, Hollywood is about looks. Entertainment is about looks, you know. And even what I want to do, which is, like, writing, like, I can tell you, there's some good-looking writers out there. I'm going to show you a picture. I'm a homeboy. Can we do No, this is why they're here. Is he single? Cord? Yeah, forever. Cord? Forever? Oh. Cord okay. Jefferson. Well. Look at this. Look at this piece of shit. 
You guys can't see him. What's his name? Cord Jefferson? Cord Jefferson. I guess you have look to up that out. Cord Jefferson. You gotta bleep that out. Oh, oh damn it. I don't know how to edit. <laughs> Okay. You gotta learn. You gotta learn. It. I mean, I mean, I don't like editing. I am a podcaster. No one's ever made me edit this much in my life. You got to. Come on. Okay. I'm do you want me to pause it again while you look at it? I got it. I found it. Okay. Look at this, look at this piece of crap. But your point is that you want to like look like a successful person, and to you, that is getting in peak physical shape and. You're kind of holding yourself back from doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at them. Like, it's, it's, it sounds like they're tasting something. They're like, oh, yeah, that felt, yeah, that's felt, that's that's good. Looking good. Yeah. What is that? Allspice, nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, why not lead that way? Even if you want to be a writer, people are like, they want to, they're gonna have to look at you. Yeah. For like days, hours on end, you know. So. Would that be motiv- motivation for you at all to Absolutely. like start get started? So, what's one thing? What's like the easiest baby, baby, tiny step you could do to start incorporating? What would be ideal for you, first of all? Like, what are you doing now, and where would you yeah. want to go? I think ideally, it's like I think about buying a bike. I think about getting some running shoes. And Those are all great bit. baby steps. Yeah. How often would you like to exercise a week? Um, four to five. Four to five times a week. How long? 30 minutes. Just 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Get the heart rate up. So you mentioned a couple baby steps would be buying the bike, Mm. buying the shoes. What's something that you could do within the next week that would be just the easiest thing for you to do? Probably the shoes. The shoes? Yeah. Because those are kind of fun and you like shoes. I do like shoes. I do. I mean, look at these. These are basketball shoes. You think they've ever seen a basketball court? Some sad shit. Like your duck shoes. You think they ever seen ducks? Never. I I got vans on and they've never seen vans. Yeah. So. Van eyes. Van eyes. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Touche. All right. So I'm going to wrap up this portion of the the podcast and then we're going to talk about your creative and your writing process, which I'm really excited to hear about. I'm going to work out. Um, Did you have any takeaways from this part? Yeah, that I think that a lot of like my issues about working out are wrapped up with um, my impulse for self destruction, which is something that I grapple with like all the time. I forgot you were in therapy. I've been in there, there, you know, <laughs> and it's like I just you have to. It's it's just something that I, I have to do like every day. Like I wake up and I say like today I'm going to be the best dad that I can be. I'm going to be the best husband I can be, and I'm going to be the best friend. And, as I can be, especially to myself, you know? So, like, I say that every day. It's a morning meditation. No, that's great. It keeps me from self-destructing, yeah. So you're already aware of that pattern. Oh, sure. I mean, I I cleaned my room today, like, when I was, um, I mean, I know, it's crazy, right? It's, like, small things like that, like cleaning my room, thinking that I'm worthy enough to have a clean room. That is self-care. Yeah, it's self-care. You know, like, I had a hot water dilemma in my wa- in my room last night. I was like, mm, should I call downstairs? Am I worthy of hot water? Mm. You know, like that is when you deal with like self-worth issues, especially like a lot of comedians go through it. Like, you know, cause you're, you're valued and rated every time you go on stage. So it's like, it's like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something you were already, you were aware of before but you didn't see it in the context of the working out thing it's yeah i mean it what you know working out 
and gives you, you know, makes you feel good, fills you with endorphins and things like that. But at the same time, you know, like self-care and self-worth is like, for me at least, because I'm just a person that battles with it. It's like, it's not a, it's not a day-to-day thing. It's a, it's like a, it's, it can be moment to moment. Mm. It can be minute to minute. You know? Yeah. That's, and that's like, you know, that's when you're just, you, you battle it. You battle the darker voices in your head because there's so many ways to distract yourself these days and to like get lost in your phone or not live in the moment. You know, we did this an episode, a couple episodes here where I brought up this thing because we all have that negative voice in our head mm-hmm. that's like you ain't shit and everyone's is different. Uh, I thought, what if you had another character named Lacroix Johnson because we usually drink Lacroix. Oh sure, 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 good, good. That is like your your uh, cheerleader to balance out the negative person. Right, so right, if right. there's like someone in your mind or a vision of someone, like mm. uh, Michael was talking about how he had like a dirty stepdad that was mean to him and then he like met LaCroix Johnson who's like a lady that works at Target and it's like, you want to see pictures of my kids? That uh. like could be his cheerleader. So if you could come up with another character in your mind or oh make gosh. that negative voice an actual character and personify it, and, and have it, like, talk to the nicer one and get the nicer one bigger than and make the yeah, other one Yeah, that smaller. would probably be Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray was this guy... Is that, that the negative one or the, the, the positive? <laughs> I'm Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray was this guy that was a, a mega fan of the Dallas Cowboys when I was a kid, and he was, like... He wasn't sanctioned by the team. He just had season tickets, and he had, like, huge cowboy hat and like six shooters and he's like I'm Crazy Ray I'm the most positive man ever and you're like wow Crazy I remember I met Crazy Ray I was like Crazy Ray so I love that when you have your moment to moment thing where you're worried about uh, the negative stuff are there like a couple of black and we're picking back up again we are in a business so things are going to be busy now you were talking about your uh, positive character Crazy Ray could be in your head. So oh when you God. have those moment-to-moment decisions mm-hmm. that you make to, to honor your self-care, who's your negative voice? Who, who would you personify that as? Oh, my goodness. Who's my negative voice? Uh, kind of like Dick Cheney or something. Oh, dude, that's a good one. Yeah. Because he's got a deep voice. He's like, hey. Yeah. Do you nope. imagine? I'm like, you don't need to work yeah. out. Let yeah. me work out for you. Yeah. You don't right. even need a human heart. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So you can have Crazy Ray talking to Chaney, yeah. your negative voice, and well, what, what that interaction would look like. Could end in Crazy Ray getting shot in the face. Crazy Ray's getting shot in the face? Dick Chaney shot that guy in the face. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the sad part. Well, maybe you should have a, if you could make a stronger person, like whoever you think is like the toughest coolest mf that nobody would mess with. Nobody fucks with he could be your guy like a honey badger or something like that or like a real person or a honey badger honey, nobody fucks the honey badger but i really respect wolverines so maybe a wolverine like the x-men no no like oh, an he's actual so cool no like a wolverine that's... so so dick cheney if he's your negative voice and the wolverine is there what do you think would happen oh wolverine would fuck dick cheney up there you go but dude dick cheney would shoot him in the face <laughs> There you go. What do you think about using that when you have that? I think this part of me is like, you know, there's the self-destructive and there's the constructive. Mm-hmm. And then they're always in a battle. Like, like um, you know, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the principles behind uh, Hinduism, right? Like uh, Vishnu and, and Shiva, the destroyer. Vishnu, the creator, Shiva, the destroyer. Constantly at, at battle, right? Like, 
like God and the devil, you know, um, one needs the other almost to, to exist, you know? It's like, in a way, we need the devil. Do you have a belief yeah. that fear and, and all that stuff is motivating for you? Fear, of course, is motivating. Okay. I live in New York. Um, there's nothing but fear around you. Um, you know, it's like it motivates you in the morning. It's like you could, you, got, you might miss the bus. You might miss the train. You might, you know, how are you going to pay your mortgage, asshole? You got to get another job. Get I postulate that you would still do those things, but and you would do them even better if you didn't have that shitty fear in your head. Probably. Probably. So I challenge you, if you can take a challenge, oh, shit. to do one thing that normally has Cheney in it. Okay. And when you're having that, take out the fear element and see if you would still be motivated to do it. If you can do that, if you can even just neutralize it. I'm nodding my head. He's nodding his head, yes. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap this part up. This is going to be fun to edit. Sorry if you're listening to this. I'm going to do my best. I like it. It's it's, it's fun to edit. Editing's fun. No, I've done it. It's whatever. I don't want to complain (laughs) to you guys. All right, so when we come back, we're going to talk to Jordan about his writing process. When we come back on A Little Advice. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to The Little Advice Podcast. If you're having a good time, please rate, subscribe, and share, and leave a little review. It'll help more people find the podcast, and maybe it'll help them in some way. I don't know. If you'd like to see me do comedy in person, go ahead and get on my website, christinelittle.net slash shows, and my calendar's on there, and I hope to see you guys at a show soon. Thank you for listening to Little Advice. And we are back several yeah. moments later on A Little Advice. We got Jordan, <laughs> his cousin. What's your name? Adrian. Adrian and Kiana. Kiana. Pretty. And they're here. Kiana's not my cousin. They're... What? Who's your cousin? cousin's friend. Adrian's my cousin. I know she's the cousin. Yeah. And she's just a friend. She's yeah. just a friend. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so tell me, um, you're a writer on a show called Divorced on HBO. What else have you written on? Is uh, Broad uh, City? Broad, no, he was no? wrong with that. I never um, wrote on Broad City. But I wrote on a show called The Nightly Show. The uh, Nightly Show on Comedy Central? Yeah. Right. right. So um, you had to like produce a lot of writing mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yes. And you write stand-up and you're yeah. headlining this weekend. So... What, how do you, what's your writing process like? What do you do first? Um, well, first, my, I mean, you want to talk about standing, stand up writing process or like um, the writing, like um, like script writing? What do you want to talk about? Mm, can you talk about both? Sure. Um, first, script writing, which is where I make my money, is um, that process is like, I'm self taught. So you didn't I, take any classes no, or anything like that? No. no. Not I, even online? No. I taught myself. Wow. Um, yeah. So you have to read a lot of books, um, which is like barf. Um, but uh, I read like, I read um, books like Save the Cat. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> I love this place. <laughs> books like self, Save the Cat on down. I'm not sure um, Charlie Books like a story by Robert McKee. Okay, we had a pause again. Like I so, said, we are in a live business. So go ahead with your script okay, writing. Okay, okay. So um, that's what the green room at Crackers is crazy. <laughs> so my script writing process, I because it's what I love and I'm very proud of, you know, um, what I've accomplished from it. So uh, I, I read story by Robert McKee, Joseph Campbell, a hero has a thousand faces, um, uh, Save the Cat, 
uh, Elephant Box, which is another one about TV writing, and just wrote a lot of spec scripts. Just wrote a lot, wrote a lot that no one, you know, some never saw the light of day, some did, people didn't like, just kept improving, writing, tinkering, improving, until like I came up with a number of scripts where people were like, okay, oh, looks like you know how to write something. But, Who are these people? Um, agents, managers, producers, did you showrunners. Get a, did you get a lit agent, or are these just people? That oh, he was lit. Yeah, he's lit. Um, no, <laughs> I had a lit agent, but he wasn't really doing anything for me, so I'm a hustler. I just do it on my own and would get people to read what I got. Like, oh, great. Yeah, so it's like, it, I mean, that's just what I'm, I'm really good at, like, just doing that. And, um, and like asking the, the awkward question, like, I mean, the, the job I got on Comedy Central for the nightly show, I like stalked the producer and then, um, stalked him to like a, like a, whatever a panel he was talking on and I had a couple of questions and then like, like, you know, in the Q and A and I asked him questions and then like, after I was like, you know, I know that you're helping out on this show and da 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 and he was like, Oh my god, come to come to my office, we'll talk tomorrow. So it was like Wow. Yeah. So long story short, that's basically how I got so the job. You said you said I know you're working on this show, I'd love to mm-hmm. submit a, a whatever. My whole thing is like it's show but also business. Yeah. Right? So the business is like use the same fervor, fire and um, and and really hunger that you had when you got your first internship use that all the time Hmm. all the time never tamper that down use that hunger in but the the higher up you go if you use that fire it it's it's like it amplifies all the more tell me about that fire like what do you what do you mean like when you're hungry when you're when I got my first internship, I was interning for Russell Simmons. So I would oh. take the train down from like Providence, Rhode Island, where I was in school, down to New York to interview about three times for that one job. Mm-hmm. Rain or shine, took it. It was like a, it's like a three or four hour train ride. Just like I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. And just because of the persistence, but also insistence on something, um, people respected and recognized that, mm-hmm. and they like they. They like it. They like it even now. Now that I'm, I've got stuff going on. If you humble yourself and you're like, "Can we get coffee sometime mm. to catch up?" Not to pick your brain. Never say that. But just like to catch up, that would be great. I've got these things going on. Say what you've got going on. Ask them like, I got a couple of questions about like what to do in the room, the writers' room, and I wanted to ask you. So like, now, now like get specific about get your specific request. about what you want to do. Yeah, or, and also just be. Super cash, you know. I like, love that you said humble yourself. It's so hard to ask sometimes for opportunity, and you don't think it's your ego right. per se, but like when you really think about it, it is. Like you're scared to be like, "Look, I need." Of course. Help. That's so. That's really brave. That's a great piece of advice. Of course, you want you want entree into the next level, and they're looking for so many writers of color now in Hollywood. It's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, you know, and. Um, you know, you have to, like, take yourself seriously, and you have to be like, I think I'm ready for this, mm-hmm. and um, and say what you want, and, you know, speak your truth, and then it, it might happen. It might happen. Just because you want it to happen doesn't mean it will, but um, I know that, like, I'm in a position now where it just feels, like, closer, much closer to what, you know, like, what exactly I want, you know? Hmm. So how long would you say after you taught yourself how to 
to write scripts and started writing all the spec scripts, mm-hmm. did it take you from that starting point to land your first TV writing job? Uh, started reading about script writing in about 2005, 2006. So got my first TV, late night TV writing gig in 2013. So that's five years. Not bad. Got my first sitcom writing gig this year. So that's 2018. So it took me 10 years. The 10,000 okay. hour thing, right? Yeah, 10,000 hours, 10 years. But you know what? I have friends that went to film school, NYU film school, Columbia film school, that given up on the game, mm. you know? And and like it's it's just about a lot of it is like hanging in there. You hang in there and if you don't if you're if you don't have the ego to where it's like and I'm not trying to knock people. Some people get out because they had kids. Some of start a family. They need money, like whatever. But like, if it was because you just weren't feeling it, you weren't feeling it. But I, I, it's almost like that that contest, hands on a hard body. Like, how long mm. can you keep your hands on the car? And then you get the car in the end if you're if you're the one left. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally like how long can you hang hang out? How long can you hang on? So when you're like you stay in a candy store long enough, they'll give you something for free. That's really? basically it. Like, oh, you still here? Okay, yeah, sure. I guess you really want this. I like candy a lot, so I'm gonna See? try that. Absolutely. So, um, when you start to write a spec script or an episode of a show that you're writing for, like, what is your process like when you get started? Um, a spec script, you just want to um, create a world, obviously. Um, and and the world should you should come into the story in the most interesting moment, hmm. so uh, and never fail to entertain. Is that what you do? So, you start off with the world first. Yeah, you you first. I mean, first you take the bird's eye view, right? So um, although that's that's one way to do it, that's not the only way to do it. You can also start. You can have like a circular uh, storytelling, which is like you started a very interesting part, like. Uh, like, like somebody gets murdered or something like that, right? How to get away with murder. Yeah, how to get away with murder. Somebody gets murdered, right? You see the murder. Now, it's like, wow. And then and then you see, you get, that's the cold open, right? Then it's like black screen. See, title says something like six weeks earlier, mm-hmm. right? And then you go back, you write all the way in a circle to get back to that interesting part. And maybe even beyond that, you know, it's storytelling. So there's so many ways you can tell it. You can tell Rashomon, which is like from different points of view, right? Um... But you just use all these devices, you know. Um, so I know how to write like a spec script. I know what goes into the cold open. What goes into Act One, Act Two, Act Three. I know that like you have to have the, you know, exterior goals, interior goals, what the, like the the spiritual goals, and then also the philosophical Jeez. goals. It sounds really prepared. technical. What about when you think of just like the concept? Like what, the concept, is, what is that like? The concept is like yeah, you're right. The concept is concept is hard. But once you get the concept, that it's all hard. <laughs> you know, it's all like get the concept down, but then you like you have to wedge it into a script. You know, so like right now I'm like writing a spec about my my wife's family because mm. I always wanted to. I'm, for four or five years I wanted to because I thought like my family would be interesting to write about. <coughs> we're not. We're very boring. boring. We're boring we're bougie, people. Boring people. Bougie, boring people that think alike. <laughs> Most of us think alike. That's that's it. Like yeah. we don't have because people will be like, "Oh, Thanksgiving." I had that one uncle. It's like 
Like, I don't have that one up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, turkey, great. Cowboys game, mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> see you next year. Good see you. Yeah, good to see you. Bye. It's, it's like that. So I married into this family that's like super divorced. <laughs> and I that's a funny it. name for the show. Yeah, yeah. Super divorced. <laughs> oh, yeah, you work on divorce. I work You're divorce, super yeah. divorced. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. But it's a lot of, it's just a lot of like, it's just a lot of like, I don't fucking talk to him. You don't talk to him. You don't fucking. I married into a crazy like Brooklyn family. Like they're crazy. Like when I met my wife, I was like, oh, she's just like this kind of like demure person. Like she just seems so nice. And then like I met her family and they're like screaming at each other at the dinner table. And I was like, is everything okay? And she's like, this is how we talk. We just talk like this. This is conversation. That's conversation. Like screaming is conversation. I get that. Really? I mean, that's oh, crazy. When you yeah. black families is like, yeah. yeah. When you're with a, when you're in a big family yeah. and you're struggling to yeah. be heard, everyone's yelling. Yeah, my so, father, no, he would not like. He did not want a certain decibel meter at the table. Oh man! You could laugh, you could have a good time, but there was no singing at the table, uh, no elbows at the table, no toys at the table, no books at the table, nothing. Eating, it's all about eating. We're eating our meal. Have a conversation. That's it. We're cleaning the dishes. That's it. These people are like, they talk while they're eating. You know, it's just like, no, I tell the guy the other day, you fucking do that in front of my house again. I'll knock your fucking face on that. You're like, you know, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's so, intense. Oh, I like that. I like, especially seeing a story between the contrast of those families and bringing them together. They're so crazy. So funny. They're so crazy. They'll have whole conversations about parking spaces. They'll be like, I got one right in front of the house. It was so fucking nice. It was so fucking nice. And I was like, God forbid I gotta leave and go fucking over here. So what about when you write stand-up? What about when I write stand-up? Stand-up is just more like oral to me. That's more of an oral oral thing. Like I fall back on the oral tradition. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a sex thing? I don't know what you're talking about. Um... It's just, it comes to you. So something will come to you like lightning in a bottle. And that's when I, that's, because I know that if I can make it work, then it'll be like a banger. It'll, it'll make the whole place erupt. An oral, an oral thing is like, it's hard to come by. But once you do, it's like, oh my God, this joke can't fail. So you kind of just wait for the inspiration. You don't have a time where you just sit down. You don't like sit down and like, I'm writing jokes today. Do you do that with your script writing? I try to, but it's like, script writing is so much easier like that. Mm. Like it's a whole world. Do you do that though? Do you, with your script writing, do you like, okay, from nine to whatever? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah? Oh yeah. It's a wicked mistress. You have to like, you have to make time for it. Mistress. And I'm horrible with grammar, so it's like I have to I have to be on it. I'm terrible. I have to read out the entire script, like yeah. read it out because I know it's going to be like there's going to be some stupid shit in there. Yeah, I like that. So what is so? And as a black man, I'm like terribly like f- fearful that like people will be like, no, I knew it was fucking brownie couldn't fucking life. Brownie, that makes me hungry. <laughs> So when you so uh, when you sit down, to, terrible like white person was. <laughs> <laughs> when you sit down to write, do you have like a little tradition or a certain time of day that you write? Or? I write whenever I can. You know, I just, just write whenever I can. Like I, I'm not I'm not about that. 
right now. It's just about like finding the time. This this trip has been great because I've just sat in my hotel room, just written like all day. It's been really good, just getting the treatment where it needs to be. Oh, uh, your own tr- your thing mm-hmm. that you're working in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, just taking that time doing that. So I'm always like taking advantage of time. Like I'll t- I'll like write. I'm not the kind of asshole that like takes his computer out on the train or something like that, which is I think is an invitation <laughs> to like get stolen. Oh. Yeah. Like you know those people that are just like yeah, my laptop on the subway like. Fuck you. I live in L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I do see people in their cars like, oh, let me get my laptop. Are you serious? No, I see police like have a little screen, so. Well, they, it's yeah, like the that's same the part. thing. No, they had that. That's yeah. like they're checking on license plates. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we get it. Blue lives matter. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just being facetious. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I want to ask you, before any major success in your life, let's stick with maybe career or oh, love, whatever, things I'm interested in. <laughs> uh, was there a mind shift, if any, that you had, like, before your biggest gig or your whatever? Hmm. If any. Yeah, no, not really. Just... And maybe that is, uh, I would love one. I'm still waiting for one, you know? Like, I don't have that mind shift. I'm just like, I'm like, still the same guy. Feel the same way, you know? So you you already had, like, tools within you. You didn't even have any qualms about um, maybe asking to have coffee with people or there was I always knew I always knew the right thing to do oh you did I always knew the right thing to do well what about in relationships you said early on stage and you didn't get a chance to finish this joke about how you would pretend to be someone else like you pretended oh, to have yeah, an accent yeah, yeah. was there any mind shift you had before you met your wife sure I mean my wife was like the most pretty person I ever like that was like yeah let's yeah sure and okay. that was a mind shift change was it a change before I met her I don't even remember. I just remember it was like kind of accidental that we started talking. It wasn't like we were talking about history at, at a like a nightclub, and I was like, "Keep going, nerd!" You know, like, "Don't fuck this up." It sounds like you guys connected on on our, on our uh, in an organic early. level. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like, "Hey, what's up?" It was like, "This is something we're interested in," and we're yeah. Gonna... It was cool. She's just a really smart, interesting, intriguing person. You know, and usually I don't, you know, like in the past I didn't really attract those kind of people. Um, so that was like, that was a big deal for me. Do you think anything shifted in you to where you attracted someone like that? Or do you think it was just uh, I think fate? It was just the lighting and the, the lighting. Music. But, um, you know, but I do feel that since I've been with her, I, I'm more confident because I don't. There's certain things I don't even think about, like, like I don't think about, I don't get insecure about, like, could I, you know, am I attractive to women? You know, like that kind of thing. Like, obviously I am, you know? <laughs> and we've got two kids, so she went all the way with me. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like that confidence has rubbed off in other areas of your life at all? Being in a relationship? <sighs> With the relationship down, I think it's not even, it's not like confidence, it's just like, this is down and this is like spoken for. I don't have to worry about this part of my life right now. Right. I work on this, it's great, I do well with this, I check in with her, we check in, we're good together, we're a good team. You know? That's what it is. Okay. But, But, it does free my mind up to think about other things, you know? Um... 
I, I don't know. I mean, we're like weirdos. So it's like, you know, I don't know why I would have... It's, it's, it's hard to apply one thing. The, the, the nature, the, the metrics of one relationship to all other aspects of your life, you know? Because, you know, I've never been in an audition if it didn't go well. I'm like, at least I have a wife that loves me! I would do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think everything's connected. I have Leah, who was on, like, the first guest on this podcast. Bonima? Uh Leah uh, Lamar. Her, too. <laughs> she oh, slam! Okay. Yeah, she, she was saying that she felt like she would book more when she was in a relationship. Mm, yeah, mm. in a relationship, out of a relationship, doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that might be a male-female difference too. Perhaps, perchance. Maybe not. Perchance. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Like I mean, if you're feeling yourself when you're in a new relationship, for sure. I mean, like I'm 11 years in. Like I'm not like you know what. <laughs> like it, it's <laughs> it is what it is. Did you me. guys plan on having kids, or did it just happen? Uh, so personal. Yeah. No. 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 Um, no. I mean, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. I was going to ask you such a silly question. Because the plan was like, I'm getting too old to have kids, so I need to put a baby up there. <laughs> Shoot up the club. Shoot up the, the club. Push uh, my okay. ass. All right. Okay, we get it. We get Shoot it. Shoot up I... the club. You heard, okay. you heard that one? How's it going? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, gosh, is there any other thing you would like to add or leave a advice with in terms of uh, creative process in terms of getting the gears going I think give yourself some credit sometimes I don't give myself enough credit you should give yourself credit for what you do and what you're doing if you're doing if you're living your dream that's really really important like I'm in a strange position where I'm actually like a middle class comedian Mm -hmm. like even upper middle class it's insane I own a house in New York like what the fuck is happening it's amazing it's insane I can't do it it's like what but I'm not rich you know what I'm saying but it's like it's uh, I think there's like three or four of us I can count that have that situation and like I don't give myself enough credit I don't enjoy my house I don't sometimes you know like I don't just sit on my stoop and say like god damn I think that could go back to to the like worthy thing because it's yeah. like you you're afraid if you enjoy it too much it'll go no away yeah, which is a normal thing. White man will take. Recommend uh, Brene Brown's book on vulnerability. Mm, okay, she talks that about that. I don't remember. Brene Brene Brown. She has Renee. this really popular TED talk. Brene Brown. No, no. Anyway, but she talks. I don't, I don't do much about. I don't do like TED talks and things like that. I can't. You got glasses on. You don't do TED I don't, talks. I just have weak eyes. You talk so nice, and you got glasses. You seem like you. I would, have weak eyes. It seems like you do TED talks. No, I can't do that shit. All right. It's just like guys, the male. Am I right? You know, I'm always like trying to like up in shit and like just stop. Okay. Remember, like remember the toys we used to play with. <laughs> I'm always five seconds in and I'm just like I can't do this I can't do that's it that's so funny yeah I like him but yeah okay so I don't remember what I asked you before that you asked me I'm starting to fall advice. asleep no if there's any advice I would give oh yeah creative like to get people's gears going to, to brainstorm for new things I know with your stand up it kind of just comes to you lightning in a bottle yeah. but with your concepts for your scripts is that just more like life observation do everything do everything do everything do everything um, experience make a mess, wise experience wise make a mess of your life you know 
get married, have a kid. <laughs> make a yeah. mess of your life, get mess. married, have a kid. I'm serious. Make a mess. Take a cross-country trip. Go to another country. Mm. Really get perspective on things. Read a book. Read a few. Um, you know? And, and experience what people... But also experience what like basic people like. Like play Fortnite, you know? I don't know what that is. It's a video game. It's a video game. Get out of watch. No. Get a dumb job. Get a great job. You know? Know the difference. Mm. Go work out. Go to a gym. People love gym. I like that. The perspective thing. Like comparing different Mm -hmm. um, situations. Because you get caught in, you get caught in like your own bubble and you don't see things from people's different points of view. Mm -hmm. You know? Like that's, I think that's the best thing you can do is just like, oh my God, let's step outside myself for a second. Check this out. You know, it's great. Like, like I don't do a lot of church jokes. I always get mad because I, I feel like I should do more church jokes because people go to church. People go, mm-hmm. to ch- people go to church, but people people want to talk about church as much as they want to talk about porn. Like, they're just like, they're like, yeah, I do. I go to church all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because there's so much happening in the church house and people don't want to talk about it. Like, in a black comedy show, people like to talk about church, mm-hmm. but like, I feel that like... Uh huh. You have crackers, not so much. People don't like to talk about church and crackers, man. They don't like to talk about that. Why people don't like to talk about church now? You know, a man's religion. Black people wear their religion on their sleeve. You know, <gasps> and it's funny. And it's funny. And it's funny. <laughs> the dude that was on the cables coming down. It was oh amazing. I was like, who okayed that? He did. It's yeah. a viral video, in case yeah. you don't know. Pass, pass, That's pretty pass wild. on the ceiling. All right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Where can people find you? They can find me. They can find me in my Jeep. Um, they can find me. <laughs> they can find me um, on next season of Netflix uh, Black Mirror. Ow! They can find me in the credits for my fucking divorce and First Watch Club on BET. And they can find me at the Cellar Comedy Cellar in New York City okay. all the time. Well, what's your What's your uh, social oh. media? At Jordan Carlos on um, Twitter. And Jordan Carlos, uh, the realer Jordan Carlos, this is a fucking joke, uh, on uh, Instagram. Do you tweet a lot? Yeah, I tweet a lot. I'm a visual guy, so I like I like more Instagram. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, remember I showed you that one with, like, um, uh, hot friend? the crown prince? Yeah, court. Uh, the crown prince of, uh, the crown prince of fucking Saudi Arabia and... Did I show you this? Oh yeah, yeah, you did show me that. Did I show you this later? Yeah, this you is, did. Look at this. Those, those are the places you can find me. I'm sorry, I'm like all over the place. It's okay. I'm no, it's not okay. Out. It's so I'm not just okay. Ending this episode right now. It's so much fun. If you guys, this is so fun. thank you for doing this. Thank you I for really giving me rides that. back to the hotel to the sheriff. It's one of my credits now. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Little Advice. If you like it, share. Um, please rate and review the podcast. Five stars. Five stars. I sometimes have to tell people that. They yeah. don't know. And um, write a review. That would be amazing. And I'd love to give you a shout out on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Little Advice.